Okay, everyone. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Like I said before, I was going to play the as much of the interview that Tucker Carlson had with Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, just to get let you guys get to listen to Kyle actually explain everything that happened. Enough that you guys don't have to worry about dealing with the whole thing, because I know the whole thing was quite disgusting. You're not going to have to hear it. You don't have to worry about it. But what I'm going to do is play enough so you can hear that, again, I wasn't lying when I said that he portrayed himself as conservative Jesus, and the fact that he was there because he wanted violence. He wanted attention. He was there for that. And that he portrayed Joseph Rosenbaum as nothing more than a bloodthirsty mongrel. A bloodthirsty, mindless, growling mongrel. This is not me saying it. This is what Kyle Rittenhouse truly believes. Don't have to listen to me. Tucker, please take it away. Let's go in. About this country turned out not to be true at all. So in that way, he speaks for many of us. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse. So tell me, Kyle, how you wound up in Kenosha that day. Um, Well, it actually started on August 24th. Um, I was working my job as a lifeguard at the RecFlex in Kenosha County. And then the riots were still going on and a curfew was implied. So I went to Dominic Black's house and I stayed the night over there and saw the videos of the riots and the arson going on. Um, What did you think of it? It was upsetting because Kenosha is my community um, and I just was upset seeing my community up in flames. Yeah, I bet you were. So you're at your friend's house that night, you've come back from working as a lifeguard. Yes. And then you decide to go in, first you're cleaning up graffiti, correct? Uh, yes, so we say the night dogs, I say the night dogs 24th, we wake up in the morning and we're talking, we're like, let's go, let's go help our community, let's go see what we can do. And we ended up at Ruther Central High School where we were cleaning graffiti for a couple hours and then we met with the owners of car stores and we offered to protect their business from fires, making sure the rest of their other two properties didn't get burned down like they did the night prior, and they agreed. Um, We came back, we went back to Dominic's house and um, hung out there for a little bit, and then we went to uh, Car Source to help protect the property and make sure it didn't set on fire again. So you get there, what do you see? Uh, When I get there, um, I see in the beginning, the morning of Ruther Central, I see just spray paint everywhere. I see smoke coming from the car source that was burnt down, and it was quite upsetting because that was somebody's business that got destroyed. Yeah. So you said to the people who own the car lot, I want to protect your cars, and they said, yes, please. Um, I, I said, hey, if you, I, I asked if they needed any help, and they said, yes, if you can. Where were the police? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure really, because 
I, they have a hard job, um, for sure. But I didn't really think they got the support they needed. The National Guard should have been called August 23rd, but the city of Kenosha failed their the community. Um, the governor, Tony Evers, failed the community, and there should have been a lot more resources to help with that. That's for sure. So um, you've been criticized for carrying a firearm into the scene, but it's obvious from the tape that a lot of people, you were not the only one with a firearm. There are rioters with firearms. Was that obvious to you? Yes. So do, you saw other people with guns? I, I did. There was a lot of people um, on both, like there were rioters with firearms. Um, I remember one very distinctly, Joshua Zeminski was walking around with a pistol in his hand all that night with uh, Joseph Rosenbaum. Where did you first see Rosenbaum? The first time I saw Rosenbaum was the first time he threatened to kill me. It was at the corner of the car source lot that I was at primarily that night. And uh, I was asking people if they needed medical and he came up to me and Ryan Falch and he said, if I catch any of you MFers alone, I'm going to effing kill you. Had you ever seen him before? I have not. So you've never seen this guy, he walks up and threatens to kill you out of nowhere. Yes. There you go. I played a bit of it, I let it go. So you heard, not just once, but twice, he had an opportunity just to fucking stay home. Stay home. Stay with Dominic. Stay at his place. His place wasn't going to be attacked. He went to play superhero. Play dress up. Like a lot of conservatives do. He said that he heard about what's going on. He saw what was going on by watching TV. Again, this is primary, the primary result of their propaganda. Habitually telling people, you can stop this, you can stop this, you can stop this, you can stop this. It's up to you, it's up to you, it's up to you, it's up to you, it's up to you. Continuously Talking about an invasion, an invasion, an invasion, an invasion. Police are useless. It's up to you. You're the only one who can do it. Go out there, shoot and kill people. That's what they've been telling. And you've seen now, Kyle Rittenhouse. He did it. He listened. And what happened? Two individuals died. Listen to how he portrayed Joseph Rosenbaum. So Joseph Rosenbaum just popped up and saw some people helping out. People that are, that are being shot at with rubber bullets and had tear gas and eyes and say, I'm going to fucking kill you uh, motherfuckers for no reason. That's what he said. See, of course he's going to say it because he just got off scot-free. If he were to tell Tucker, oh, no, I got his face and say, what the fuck are you doing here? You guys are losers. All lives matter. Trust me. He said those exact words. All lives matter. Because that will get the attention of said Rosenbaum. Don't forget, he'll be he's supposed to be there protesting Black Lives Matter and the, the brutality that's being that's being distributed by the police, right? Police brutality. He was there to protest police brutality. 
that's what Rose Marble was there for, right? Of course. And you see how they tried to get a little one-off thing. What happened to the police? Oh, they weren't there. Oh, they're busy. Let's blame the Democrat for it. Oh, the Democrats for it. Oh, oh, oh right. The Democrats for it. Period. They, the Democrats were themselves doing the riot. Right? They're the ones rioting and looting. They st- they stopped the police. Matter of fact, told the police they go there, they're going to be fired. Right? That's the trying to portray. But I think he brought up the individual in charge. Said that they failed Kenosha. Or maybe at that time, because he didn't say it, well, why did you say that the Democrat? How about the president? Oh, the president can't send, you know, can't send anyone down there without the request from the governor and the mayor and people down there, right? Wrong. Because we've seen already he sicked his, you know, unidentified NPC police officers on peaceful protesters already. So he could send them down there regardless of what's going on. Hmm. Really? So he could send them? Why is it that you didn't blame Donald Trump? If it was happening today, you would say, screw the mayor, screw the governor, screw the people who are in charge in the city, you will blame Joe Biden. Hmm, I wonder why. It's as if they were choreographed and knew and were scripted to say, let's blame the Democrat who's in charge there, and it leads to nowhere else beyond that. No, the police, if they were there, probably had a couple of reasons why they didn't do anything. Number one could be the fact that they decided, hey, why not just let this blow over? Let them get this out of their system. A lot of these stuff are insured. Cars are insured. Products are insured. Stores are insured. If they're not insured, guess where you can get the money from? Since the police, who are agents of the government, couldn't do anything to defend your property, that's their job. Their job is to defend the property. You can then sue the government. Sue the government so they can say, hey, you didn't do your job. The government didn't do their job. So why not pay me so I can fix up what was broken because your government didn't do their job. Your agents didn't do their job. Because the police are the ones that are responsible for protecting your store, protecting your property, protecting the citizens and their property. Not a 17-year-old child. And you also heard, he said out of his mouth directly, he went to individuals and said, we're going to protect your property. So you didn't have any property down there. Yeah, no reason to be down there whatsoever. You went down there to play superhero because you kept seeing it being portrayed on 
Tucker Carlson and ONN and Newsmax and whatnot, you went on there and you saw a game being portrayed multiple times and you were programmed to go down there and do something. Be in a situation, be in an environment, be somewhere that you shouldn't. And he tried to use his job as a lifeguard, which again, by the way, he's 17. Let me tell you the type of job he will have. Let me tell you what he'll be doing. As a 17-year-old lifeguard, he's probably at some swimming pool somewhere, some community-style swimming pool somewhere, or maybe even at a, a lake or something like that. You know, someplace where people swim at. But doesn't need a severe medical type person there. Your responsibility is to make sure you see somebody drowning, at least go out there and try to stop them from drowning. That's it. Provide basic CPR so they can breathe again. That's it. Nothing else. Maybe you know how to clean the cut and wound or something like that and wrap it up. Little small things. That's it. He's not a lead medical physician. He's not a nurse. Or a RN. Doesn't have to be a real nurse. Can be a resident nurse. An RN. He's not that. His primary job. His primary day. And his job. Will go as such. He'll clock in. Get some swimming trunks on. If you don't have some already. You know. He's white. So he got a. Sun, you know, suntan, sunscreen them down a lot. You know, get a lot of that sunscreen on so you don't burn up in the sun, right? Because you don't have the natural stuff like black people do. You know? And what else after that? After that, he would then go, you know, sit on his little, you know, sit on his little chair and watch out. Most of the time, he's looking at young girls the same age in their bikinis, Right? Booty watching. That's how most that's most of the day's gonna be. Booty watching and then call it a day. Come home. He tried to use his lifeguard job to try to say that he's actually giving a shit about people who's there. Cause he doesn't. He don't give a shit. The proof was why he brought in the R15. You can say Trey, that was he said there was a lot of people there that had a gun. Everybody was there that had a gun. Yes, the protesters should have guns. Wait, what? The protesters should have guns, but people going there to counter protest shouldn't. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Here's the reason why. The protesters should have a gun. Because if they encounter counter protesters like Proud Boys, what you think is gonna happen? Police seeing Proud Boys attacking the BLM protester. They got weapons, they got bats, they got poles, they got whatnot. They just ganging up on the individual. The police know that this BLM protester is protesting police brutality. Are you thinking they're going to go there and protect them from the Proud Boys? Or are you really going to think that they're going to say, hmm... If this fool defends himself with a damn, we're going to tackle him, beat him down to the ground, and arrest him 
from assaulting those proud boys. You know which one I'm thinking. You don't have to believe me. It happened already. Last year, under the Trump regime, a guy was attacked by a proud boy. He defended himself and killed the man. What did Trump do? He sicked his police police on him. And what did they do? Did they arrest him? Of course not. Why would they? Because you can't arrest this man. Why? Because of course, you try to arrest him, what's going to happen? He's going to be able to get in court and defend himself and say, hey, no, look, he really was trying to kill me. The guy was even caught before he was murdered and talked to a reporter and told the reporter that he's going to be killed because he killed the Proud Boy. See, people forgot that that happened last year. You can look it up. It happened. And what happened? Trump sicked his police on him. They shot and killed him. No gun, no gunfire was fired but by them. A hail of bullets that way, he did nothing but sit there and die. And what did Trump do? Celebrate them for it. He celebrated them for it. Doesn't that seem kind of weird? Celebrated these men for murdering a civilian. Why? Because he dared defend himself against the Proud Boys. But then there's a thing as systemic racism, though. Hey, just go to show you. Sometimes it is quite obviously evident that it is. Just pay attention to what's going on. But anyway, I brought this up because you heard. I wasn't lying. He portrayed himself as conservative Jesus. I'm just coming down from heaven to protect my community. My precious community. And people in their blessed businesses. That was already destroyed. And I had to come down there myself and protect them. Make sure that their businesses will flourish. And the mean Joseph Rosenbaum. Again, Rosenbaum. Don't want to say nothing about that. To say, listen to the last name, you see why conservatives don't like him. Came at me and tried to threaten me and even. Put his gun right in my face and pulled the trigger. Luckily, the safety wasn't on. I had no choice but to shoot him dead. And then, as I was running to go to the police, I was attacked. While I was going to police and telling me, yes, I shot and killed someone. Please arrest me. Let me serve my time in jail. I was attacked by the mob. Really? Really? It seems theatrical because it is. What really happened was he decided, well, hey, 
I'm going to play conservative superhero. I want to be the Punisher. I want to be a vigilante to go out there and judicially kill people. You know, go out there and kill people. Be judge, jury, and executioner. Be judge, dread. I determine them guilty. If they're guilty or not. If I believe it, they're guilty and I kill them. He wanted to do that. And he got to. Think about it. Those business owners didn't seek out Kyle Rittenhouse to protect them. Those business owners didn't give a damn. But oh yeah, you got somebody with a gun that's going to come there and try to protect you. Yeah, of course you'll take whatever comes your way. But if Kyle Rittenhouse, those two times he was at his friend Dominic's house, stayed there, then why not just stay there? Play a couple of PlayStation games. Play Call of Duty again a couple of times. And they play Call of Duty and then, you know, eat some pizza, go to sleep, something. Lots would have happened. The protest wouldn't have came his way at all, period. It wasn't nowhere near him. He had to go to the protest in order for it to happen. So after that would have happened, as he would have went and stayed home, Joseph Rosamond would have still been alive. Nobody would have been killed that day. No one would have been killed at that moment at Kenosha, Wisconsin, if it wasn't for the coward in the house. He was the only one who killed people. So if he would have stayed home, it wouldn't have happened. Still to this day, they cannot defeat that part. They can't. No one can come over, can overcome that. If you stayed home, none of this would have happened. But now, two people are dead, and one person lost their arm. And on Thanksgiving Day today, two families had to mourn the loss of their loved one and the murderer got to walk scot-free. One individual had to live without function in their arm while he gets to eat Thanksgiving Day turkey all happy and gleeful. As conservative congressmen and, and officials in the political sphere offer him job at the job at the job. And the only thing he had to do, and the only thing that qualifies him in their eyes was killing two people during a BLM rally. They just happened to be white. Don't worry. The next one that happens, I don't think they're going to be white. Well, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And, and of course, share the podcast. Thanks, guys.